It's 6 o'clock on Dukes and Bell, the number one sports talk show in Atlanta for your ride home. You strong? They said, I'm strong if you strong. I said, we strong, man. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, man, wait do you hear what Jamar Chase had to say about the Bengals. They got a big matchup this week, and if you missed it, Jalen Milrow. He's uh, basically let it all hang out when it comes to his relationship with a former Alabama assistant coach. Good stuff, man. They'll be in the top three, but stay in so, for So when do we do that? In a few minutes. Okay. I mean, I, I figured I wanna, we'll, we'll, just, we're going to go on one of our tangents, and we'll get to the talk about six ten. I'm just sitting here, just like I get to be the uh, the you know the responder, and you get run point, doing right. great teases, and next thing you know, we're going off on uh, a long his- <laughs> long history together. Both been in Atlanta right. a long time doing this and uh, doing it on a station right. like ninety two nine. You're awesome. going on thirty years now, right here, right? I, I moved here in ninety four. Yeah, yeah twenty nine years. So it'll be twenty five years for me, and uh, it'll be twenty six years for me in July. Wow. Yeah. I told my first night in town ever was Freaknik 1994. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, this town gets after it. <laughs> anyway, so um, well, I appreciate you having me. No, we're having a blast, and we appreciate the feedback. A lot of guys having some fun with us. One guy, real quick before we get to the top three, uh, hit us up, and he says, I know you guys, and for those that are just tuning in, Steak, and as we said, Steak, you hear him in the Steakhouse with Sandra and Rusty and with Drew. It's just a big show, and it's a lot of fun. And uh, thank you. By the way, we got more numbers. Just to give a shout-out, the uh, the morning shift is killing it. Uh, they're doing a great job. Obviously, Andy, Randy, and we can't do it without you. And I know, as Carl likes to say, without you, there is no us. So I know normally we, we save this. We you did just saw more ratings? Yeah, we, yeah, we did Conti it. Conti showed it. To you. Yeah. When was that? Just uh, yesterday. I mean, wow. you, no. Oh, you were you out there on vacation. You didn't hear yeah. about this. No. So was, <laughs> nobody with that had told you. Yeah. So they continue to be yeah. right killer numbers, good yeah. numbers. But no, awesome. we can't do it without you guys. And so as part of as we you know sort of you know segue into the new year tomorrow, Rob Tribble will be in for Carl. We thank you guys for making us the, the number one sports station in the southeast. You know, and and, and yeah, one the, the top biggest, of the country. I've been I've been in this business. There's never been a station with these kind of numbers and ratings ever. And it's mm. not even close. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for it. The best talent assembled, great teams. You got the Hawks, Atlanta United, Atlanta Falcons, all like big conver- conversations, not always having right. great years. And by the way, those three teams have not had great years, but mm. they're great, you know, brands to have on your radio station. And it's just a diverse mix of ex, you know, athletes. Like we said, the show right before us today were two manly men. One guy played at Georgia, played in the NFL for the Dolphins, Randy right. McMichael. Another guy was captain of a national title team, the uh, Alabama team, played in the NFL. And then there's us, right? <laughs> Jewish right. community all star over there, the city, right. Mar- the JCC. Nobody would, nobody mm. would mess with me at the right. JCC. I'm a, I'm a long snapper that I actually nearly killed Pat Young, our best player, because I snapped the ball in the it, long. It time. is amazing that. There's more people. Every Jewish person in Atlanta, I've been here 30 years now, has said they played with me at the JCC. How many guys have said I met Steak? I'll be the, the J- guy like, uh, hey, uh, your boy, uh, Steak. Yeah, I used to play with him at the JCC. I go, I, I, I joke, you know, joke about Steak, and I'm, I'm not going to say this behind your backs. I've said this to your face before. Yeah. I go, there are, there are street signs all over America that memorialize Steak's game. They say one way. <laughs> Ball! Ball! Yeah. Much like Trey, defense, you're not, you're not, no one is drafting you, Steak, for your defense. You are a pure scorer. You are a, no you're, doubt. You are the Bogdan Bogdanovich of any team. I am that you Kelly Trapuka, Billy Paltz, any right guy. Nope. Yeah. Rain dance. So immediately, immediately I know. It's like, hey, my podiatrist, I was played with me at the J. Yeah. Yes. Hey, I, 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 I have a new divorce. Played with me at the J. Yeah. I got I got a buddy just started some new business. Yeah, played with me at the J. Yeah, yes. Bull. Abe Finkelstein. Yes, 
<laughs> so, Stanky, and, and, and again, I, I was a goalie back when goalies were short. Now they're all like six foot five and look like the Michelin man. You know, that? remember Darren Pang was the hockey announcer? Yeah. That's probably the last of the short goaltenders. Billy it was Smith. funny. We went through the whole uh, Thrashers era together. Right. Ray Ferraro, one of our oh, guys. Razor, yeah. Dude, what a great dude he dude, was, right? Ray was the, the We had so much fun. And I, now, by the way, you know, we hadn't talked about this because we just been, we've been bouncing all over. It's a mashup holiday show. Hope you're yeah. enjoying. But uh, I know for some of us, it will be a bit of a trip if the, you know, if the Forsyth thing is happening they're about to break ground and you know i won't get to get go to as many games if it was you know at, if it was at state farm i could go to all but i get it going to state farm from the northern environs is difficult for a lot of folks with the traffic except that it was never support it's 10 years in town okay just think about this for a second a decade in atlanta they won zero playoff games right. went to one playoff series the new rules in expansion was las vegas not in the uh stanley cup finals year one year one or right. year two year two in the finals, they won a cup within the first five, six years, right? right. I mean, um, same thing happened with, what, the Kraken? Kraken in go Seattle, in, yeah. Second right, year. right into right. the postseason. I mean, like, we had to sit through. And by the way, we still supported the team. We had the worst ownership group expensive of all time. Expensive tickets, expensive seats. Yeah, I mean, let, let me tell you. You want to talk about FOMO? It's not FOMO. It's jealousy, outright jealousy. Nashville Predator fans, folks who live there that have that hockey team, Florida Panther fans, yeah. Tampa Bay Lightning fans. And by the way, I, 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 I want to correct myself. The Knights went their first year. Vegas Knights did go to the Stanley Cup Finals. In their year first one. Year, year one. Mikey, Mikey, think about wow. the Thrasher hockey we sat through. Like like 11 and 66. But or- I will say this. In, and this is, I think this is the first time in my life in Atlanta I've ever defended Don Waddell. The GM, they changed the rules in the Stanley expansion. In, the, in the expansion. You yeah, could the get scrub. They went and got Mark Andre Fleur. They got a great goaltender from Pittsburgh, and he went on the heater. The the entire he, NHL right. uh, uh, system now is built to be a contender right away. Correct. So, You're protecting, like you go, to, you you are leaving a vulnerable as an NHL team, right? Like top level, second line, first line guys available, right? Right. We were like the Skrabinskis. Like uh, we're talking about fourth line centers. Right. Become our first line player. Your you captain, Kelly Bookberger. Yeah, yeah I right. mean, it was, yeah, that Great was. Great call. Man. Yeah, man. Damian Rhodes. So, was, so uh, there uh, is no question in my mind that if Nashville, Florida, Tampa, Las Vegas, Las Vegas has a market size, we would crush NHL hockey. Correct. And if we ever got an expansion with the new rules, right. We'd have a competitive God, team. Oh, my God. The problem be- was the, 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 the Thrashers. And then again, the worst, most incompetent ownership group. They wouldn't have a blue line from a close Biggest line. tragedy Daniel Snyder right. and uh, Danny Heatley, that awful accident on yeah. Lennox Road. Uh, Ilya Kovalchuk, who eventually goes to Russia to right. play. Koval, but again, you should you had the foundation for what should have been a Stanley Cup contender. But as you said, the Heatley thing was kind of, you know, yeah, losing that, that him. Crushed and, you. Yeah, yeah number Snyder. one pick yeah. a number of times. Mm. And, uh, yeah, you just couldn't get it together. Well, the first guy we drafted had concussion issues. Patrick Stefan. Remember him from the Czech Republic? Dude, that is a great – you are pulling – I hey. am – you hey. just went Kelly Buckberger hey, and see, Patrick Stefan. You know me. I had season tickets, so know. you know how much no, I you, loved it. You, you oh, by the way. Oh, great logo, by oh, the way. Great no. colors. Another story. So we're going to have to put, All right, we got to do the top three, and then I will tell the – State will, will share the story about how I took out a woman on the ice at uh, what was then Phillips <laughs> Arena. But first, time for the top three. It's time for the top three at six. Top three at six. Now let's see what we have here. All right, man, let's get to some NFL. Uh, Jamar Chase, plenty to say about the Chiefs. They're playing Sunday. 
Bengals wide receiver basically asked about the defense. What do you see? You know, the question you ask all the star players, what do you see when you look at your opponent? And normally you'll say something like, hey, man, they got a lot of playmakers right. and other banged up, but they can bring it every night. They're deep, uh, not, great not he scheme. Said. No. He started by saying absolutely nothing stood out about the team's secondary. <laughs> a sentiment he has shared before. Uh, Zero. He said the reigning Super Bowl champs don't have a lockdown corner like the Dolphins' Jalen Ramsey. He added that Brian Cook, who's on IR, is not comparable to Jesse Bates, of course, having a great year. He just went off. He goes, I'm just adding fuel to the fire. They're going to take this run with it. I hope they put it in their locker. So Jamar Chase with Jake Browning under center. Of course, Joe Burrow is done for the year. Uh, throwing it down to the Chiefs, who were just humiliated by the Raiders. This could oh, be a recipe for disaster. A bad, that was such a bad football what are you game. Making? He, went, he went, I mean, totally in. I mean, what's the win there, right? I mean, it's not like you get Joe Burrow throwing you the ball these days either. So, right. okay, we'll see. I kind of like the Chiefs now right. after that. Hey, you, got, uh, you still got the Jalen Milrow cut on board? Uh, we'll play this. We played it earlier for guys who missed it. Uh, it's unbelievable. And I love it. Jalen Milrow, as you guys know, Tommy Reese came in. And it seemed like this summer he didn't really understand how to maximize Jalen Milrow. You know, they started that, that, the bum from Notre Dame. And then you realize this guy's got skills. Well, apparently Dave, o- uh, Bill O'Brien, I should say, not Dave O'Brien, but Bill O'Brien also didn't see the brilliance in Jalen Milrow's game. Take a listen to this. What was your reaction to Bill O'Brien telling you that you shouldn't play quarterback? Do you remember how you felt when he said that? How would you feel if I told you you suck? <laughs> I probably wouldn't like it. Okay, then. So that's, that's exactly how I felt. You know what I'm saying? So, like, biggest thing for me, be true to myself and... You know, be, stay the same. You know, nothing changed about me. Only thing that changed me about is it was I had the opportunity and I seized it. And so, uh, for me, you know, the biggest thing was just uh, stay true to myself and, uh, you know, add a bigger purpose to anyone's opinion. Is there a position he wanted you to play or said you should be this position or that position? Or he just... I mean, he, he, I mean, he told me a bunch of bits that I could have switched to. But look where I'm at right now. So, you know what I'm saying? So, who gets the last laugh? Boom! Uh, of course, Bill O'Brien probably going to be let go when they dismantle his oh Bel- Belichick staff in New England, Dude, the former he, Texans head coach. Billy O'Brien, mm-hmm. there's no love. And he's from that neck of the woods in New England. Right. He'll be fired on top of fired regardless what happens to Belichick. It's just a terrible indictment mm-hmm. on, uh, on on Alabama and right. Billy O'Brien to tell that kid who absolutely got them where they are today. I mean, you know, an unbelievable playmaker that, by the way, Nick Saban benched, remember, that he may not have got his job back if the right. guy behind him wasn't so bad. So it's right. not like, you know, it's not like applauding uh, <laughs> Alabama for the great foresight, right? Right. That's like trying to say New England, look what you, you know, look at the Patriots. They, f- they found Tom Brady. It's a freaking sixth-round pick, right? right? Just like Brock Purdy, the 49ers didn't find Brock Purdy. Mm. You know, it's like somebody had to, the player had to make it. The player right. in Jalen Milrow turned around Alabama, and to think that Billy O'Brien literally told him, find any other position. Right. You know, God knows what he told him by running back. I don't know. <laughs> Top three today. Uh, some minor bowls were played. Maybe a little minor upset. West Virginia took out North Carolina last night. Stegen and I both made money on that one. want to ask you real quick, what would be – I mean, you're never going to get value that you got to trade for DeJounte Murray back in a trade. Uh, Sham Sharania yeah, had – two number Yeah, Sham Sharania had it uh, yesterday. The idea that uh, DeJounte Murray, potential target for the Lakers, uh, we would get Reeves. But, I mean, what are they going to give us? I, I joked around with Carl. We're going to get Cam Reddish back. Oh, my God. <laughs> Watching Cam Reddish try to – Defend. Yeah. But do you who think? Do you think, think Dejounte Murray is going to be on this team by uh, by March first? No, be because gone. they're not going to re-sign him. Uh, Trey, well, Trey Young is is this team, and it's up to Trey Young to get some pieces to get to. It's up to Landry Fields to get real pieces. Trey Young and the Dejounte Murray experiment has not worked. It does not work. Dejounte is not a playmaker. He's a horrendous passer. 
Trey Young having a career year. I would love Austin Reeves out on the wing, banging threes. Get me another draft pick. Um, I don't see that happening. Austin Reeves is a big-time player. He was one of USA's best players uh, in this offseason on USA Basketball in the World Championships. Uh, but DeJounte Murray, is, he has got to be going out of town. The contract extension kicks Hasn't in. worked. Yeah, next year. Hasn't worked. Next year, DeJounte right. gets a raise. Hey, man, uh, top three right there on Dukes and Bell. We'll come back with Stakey. Uh, what about the best remote we ever had on location? We will give and you. And what that poor maid walked into on that. Do we, are we going to do that? What who else knew, do we have to tell stories? Who knew the door was unlocked? I didn't. Obviously, I left it open. Has anybody seen Mike Bell? Has it's anybody all- seen Mike Bell? It's 710. <laughs> Where's Mike Bell? It's all coming up next on Dukes and Bell with Stay Good for Carl. Hey, man, it is uh, Dukes and Bell with our man, Stake Shapiro, filling in for Carl's. We're talking to my man, speaking of my man, Johnny Plops, and uh, wishing him happy holidays. La- uh, Drunk Larry, Johnny Plops, Big Ray, uh, uh, the whole Don, crew. Don Mojito. Oh, Donnie's yeah. looking good always. Oh. Yeah, I haven't seen these boys. Yeah, man, it's, it's a lot of fun. I know Day Day, everyone's got their crew. And uh, we've got a bunch of dudes that uh, we all, you know, how's, how's Porpy? How's all your guys? Porpy, Dino? Dogsy, Teplo, yeah. uh, Johnny T. Yeah. Um, yeah, everybody, you know, we we talk about it. It's that's what sustains us. A lot of years of uh, right of, of shenanigans, right? <laughs> right, you got that right. This hour of Dukes and Bell, by the way, is brought to you by Northside Hospital for a healthier future. Together, look to Northside Hospital. Fast five hours, I will say that. Man, flying by, just moving. By the way, uh, the only story we didn't get to just during the top three, it just broke, but it's 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 been a kind of a developing story the last couple of days. Vaughn Miller, there was another assault allegation came up. He said he's 100% uh, false, those allegations against him. He has been on that uh, sort of a NFL timeout list that the commissioner has, the exempt list. So a dude that has, uh, again, had this had to deal with this before. This time it's down in Texas. He uh, had a situation in Denver earlier in his career, but he was uh, commenting about that. But that's about it. It's I was going to say, speaking of timeout, uh, any word, Day-Day, have you heard on Draymond Green or how long, what the situation, what the repercussions – how that uh, end of his career is going to play out. Will it play out in Golden State, the whole deal? No, the last thing I saw was over the weekend, and it did say something about he was taking some steps towards, like he was getting doing back. some, yeah, getting I mean, back, literally, it's not even like with Ja, they gave him an actual number, right? right. Yeah, he has no he's number. Still, yeah, he's still well, indefinite. Remember, and, you know, the, the Golden State Warriors made this contract. You know, look, Jordan Poole, apparently a lot of guys in this, you want yeah. to punch Jordan Poole Unlikable, out. Unlikable, right. But uh, in the case of, uh, what's up with Draymond? You made your bed with Draymond. Yeah, and, and at this stage, it's diminishing returns. Yeah. And and I, I don't know. I joked around earlier in the season when he, when he was choking. Look, don't get me wrong. A lot of guys want to choke out Rudy Gobert. And I thought right. he just wanted – I just thought he didn't want to play in the uh, the play-in tournament. Right. <laughs> the in-season tournament. No, he's, he, yeah. he is uh, on the edge for sure. Hey. Uh, listen, a Hall of Fame player, I, I think he'll be in the Hall of Fame. Right. It's it, it just incredible teammate, defender. 
uh, you know, two-way player earlier in his career, but there is no end in sight for him back in the no, NBA. It's and it's it's funny how this season's played out. With the, I mean, Golden State Steve Kerr complaining about the the officials, but real quick, the I gotta admit the officiating has been so inconsistent. We, I, I forget who we had on a few weeks ago. We were talking was it Robert Ori? We were talking about there's a bunch of officials that basically wouldn't take the COVID vaccination and got pushed out. So you have an, a two, you could argue that almost a third of your referees wow. are new guys. Did not realize that. And that have come in and unlike, and we used to joke around like, uh, yeah, we all got sick and tired of like guys like Bennett Salvatore and Dick Bavetta and all the, or this, uh, you know, who is it? Classic. Uh, oh, who is the one that Tommy Heinsohn used What's, to always uh, crap on? Uh, this Kenny Mauer should go home because nobody, nobody here. Nobody here. Like, yeah, but I mean, What's no, his but name those, now? Scott, uh, <laughs> What's the guy's name? Scott Crawford or somebody? Right. I don't know. But there's there's Joey Crawford. But there's a lot of guys that at least they knew the star. Look, say what you want. There were star rules there in place. I mean, the idea that you would throw out a guy like Joker the night it's like Serbian Heritage Night in Chicago, the only chance you get to see this guy in Chicago once a year, and they give him the gate in the first, like, ten minutes. So, I mean, that's the kind of stuff, not to mention Trey doesn't get any calls. You know, it's just been so well, inconsistent. The refs yeah. have it out for Trey. Right. There, there is definitely that he has – irritated, just like other guys in the league that supposedly trade and show the right humility or whatever it was. So they screw him out of the all-star voting and they screw him out of USA basketball and the referees got together and they decide that he's a whiner. Uh, Trey Young is a spectacular talent. And to see us six games under 500 right. with the year that Trey Young is having, um, th- that says that Landry Fields needs to get on his horse and figure out what's the future. Like, what pieces are going to be here? We were joking around on yesterday's show. I mean, we used to play those Nate sound bites. Uh, no defense. They don't play any defense. And Quinn's, look, Quinn Snyder, you know, we've talked about the X's and O's and, and Quinn's cerebral and a great guy. Guess what? He doesn't have a Donovan Mitchell and a Rudy Gobert. No doubt. And, 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 and there's and that, nobody and coming anytime soon. protecting the rim. If, if Clint Capella wasn't getting dimes thrown by Trey Young, literally Clint Capella gets alley-oop dunks every night, three or four of them because of Trey, and then everything else is a foot from the basket. Right. He cannot defend in the front of the rim. Uh, a Congo can't defend at the front of the rim. That's why defensively teams are just hurting us badly. You know, I, I, I'll raise my hand. I, I should have stopped worrying about Trey Young playing defense right. and just worry about everybody else. Trey Young is a spectacular uh, leader, floor general in terms of assists. Those aren't guys. Somebody got online and said, oh, they're garbage assists. There's nothing. What? Dude, he, he is a he is the upper echelon passer and scorer. He's never shot better from three, really, in the last few years. I, but, what, but what help I mean, is he getting? The guy joins Oscar Robertson, guys. We didn't hear the story earlier in the week. The only player in the entire history of the association. Seven straight games with 30 and 10. That's crazy. I mean, so Dude, you got, is, you've got to help him. you got to build the, around this. You have the game down there. I went to the Miami game the other night, and it was so obvious that it was Trey Young who just, you know, every time he has the ball, he is impossible to defend. He's going to set up guys or, or create his own offense. But Dondre Hunter, night tonight, a Congo night tonight, Capella night. You don't know what you're getting. Bogey's having a great year, but six games under 500. You'll be, I'll be there tomorrow night. You're not broadcasting mm. from there tomorrow, are you? No, we're not. Triple and I in studio, okay. by the way. But uh, yeah, so Triple. How do you describe working with Rob Triple? The most dangerous man in yeah. radio. You only get so many dump buttons to use in a in a period of time. I mean, think about what you're saying. Like he yeah. makes you look like Mr. Rogers. You know what I mean? <laughs> Rob's got his own unique style. No, I love Triple's Have my boy. Have you ever had to rein him in and say it looks like? Think about the No, th- I mean, Conti always just kind of crosses his fingers when we work together. Terry Fox, our old just program director, prayer. he yeah. would never let Tribble and I work together. Never, 
ever. That was the uh, that was the uh, inimitable duo that could not work together. <laughs> That's right? correct. Hey, one last nugget. I just uh, apologize. We talked. I teased it a lot last hour. Lad McConkey speaking with the media says that uh, missed a couple of games. He's going to be out there, guys. He says uh, I got. He goes any chance I can get out there and go play with the guys. I'm going to go out there and do it. Leave it all out there. So Lad McConkey. Some would say you know maybe you don't need to come back to Georgia. You've done the job. Get ready for the NFL. Come out of your early. Sounds like he wants to come back to Athens, and it definitely sounds I think like he wants a, to play. Yeah, I think it's a celebration of this senior class. It's a celebration of a 50-win team over four years. I think you go down there and you bury Florida State. Who cares who they're bringing or who cares who they're playing? They're 21. Is it, what's the line now? Yeah, 20? 20 and a half. So go down. There's a celebration of Georgia football. Enjoy the South Florida sun. Carson Beck, great opportunity, just flinging around a little bit. Lad McConkey, one of the great Georgia Bulldogs in history. He's not Brock Bowers, but he's been a hell of a – uh, a piece. So let's have fun. I don't know if I want to give 20 and a half points. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, that's like playing South Carolina. Right. I mean, I know. They, they played South Carolina at home. They weren't favored by 20 and but a half. But you lose your be- like when you're losing your best playmakers versus off the defense, has still got some core well, guys, well, but they lost some more pieces anybody, on the secondary. Is anybody from Florida State fan wise? There. Well, I put it this way: I've got I've got two tickets for this game, which I I literally gave away to a buddy of mine in Fort Lauderdale. Nobody, Nobody wants to go going. to this game because look, it's been the as we said, it's been the strangest month for a university. And like a lot of the stuff they brought on themselves with these ridiculous lawsuits, and, and like I, we already we discussed the ACC situation earlier. But the, the would idea have been that, nice if they fielded a team and and made it a great Orange Bowl, right? Instead of just like you know. Being mad at the world and filing lawsuits and but, everybody, but players, all the portal but, but guys the players, leaving. You know, the players going to the NFL. You hire. Look, this is the, the thing about the portal stake. They brought mercenaries in. That's yeah. why when people feel that Norville's got this thing on track, good recruiting class. But you've got to next year. I said this to uh, to Carl. They play uh, Georgia Tech in Dublin. Haynes King comes back for the Jackets. Florida State could be a three point dog on the road next year to start the season against Georgia Tech. Yeah, I because mean, you're gonna we're gonna be working in a new quarterback. Well, now it's DJ. Well, Ole Miss, Lale, that's Lane, one Lane Kiffin's done the same yeah. thing at Ole Miss. It's a, it's all like portal guys that have built right. back that team. They'll be here against Penn State. That's actually a great bowl game coming up in right. a couple of days. Good news is if you're a Florida State fan and you feel that ESPN in cahoots with the college football playoff screwed you, Florida State is returning the favor stake by creating a football matchup which may get no viewership other than Georgia fans. The right. TV numbers for this could be an all-time low for the Orange Bowl. Yeah. Hey, got a couple of texts. A couple of uh, guys hit us up on social media earlier before we get uh, up for tonight's uh, game, our last call tonight, our version of game winner last call. Guys were asking, all right, you guys were teasing it. You talked about it. Some of the cooler events you did, an old station we used to work at years ago. doesn't 790 The Zone, yeah. Stake built it. But uh, one guy said, what was one of your favorite trips? Um, there was a year we went down to Punta Cana. Oh. We, sent, we took the entire radio station, on-air staff, sales staff. We had a record year, made like millions, 15 million, I think was the number. I don't know what So it was. anyway, we go down, a day day's producing. Pay for my pool. They, I know that. They, Pay for we, my pool. We flew in a private plane down to the DR, broadcast live on the beach. Sandra cleaned me out, by the way, at the poker table. Never play poker with Sandra. She is the dragon lady. She knows what she's doing, man. But the, the next morning, after like drinking a lot of rum and getting all skibosed, it was 7 o'clock. It was time for the morning show to begin. Yeah, we're talking about when we were trying to find Mike Bell. Bobak, myself, yeah. and Mike Bell is nowhere to be found. Um, warning signs going up everywhere. Yeah, we, is he going to roll up on the beach in the ocean and we're going to have a right. casualty? Our first seven night of his own official uh, uh, casualty. And... Where everybody's looking, and um, I don't know who was playing the role of program director back then, but whatever, we're trying to find him. And then I guess they sent the marketing director from the hotel to find me and, and our wing. It was a large hotel, it was uh, the uh, Paradisus for a lot of our listeners who have yeah. been down to the DR. It's a beautiful resort. And uh, she found me. Yeah, so she busts. 
She breaks into Mike's hotel room, who is sans clothes. At some point during the night, he lost all uh, uh, all protective wear. So he is a Kimbo, butt naked, sprawled out, tummy on the floor. That poor woman, yeah. still traumatized. Yeah. She, she had to get out of the tourism now, business. I believe I was on my back. I think I was, I was ready to play horseshoes, if you know what I mean. But anyway, so that's... So this poor woman, you want to talk about a lawsuit that she had against 790. Hey. She went to find him. And boy, did she find him all right. <laughs> so eventually they roused me, pot of coffee, and then uh, we did the show. And, and then every the break, in order to sober up, Mike would jump in the ocean. Jump in the so Caribbean. It's, it's a little, it's like, Mike, go back in the ocean. Mike, go back in the ocean. <laughs> that was a great trip. And like we're, do you remember when we traveled with the Georgia Force, the Arena League team? We went. We stayed at the Ritz-Carlton they had in a, Montego Bay. They had a cheerleader calendar shoot. Calendar shoot. Yes. And Mayhem and the AM went with them. Tiffany Fallon would go on to become Playmate of the Year. Yes. Uh, the, the oldest Playmate in history. She married the dude from Rascal Flats, right? Keith Brookings' ex. Yeah. Back Keith, in the day. Yep. Um, and, and these were Atlanta Arena League cheerleaders that, let me just tell you, there was nothing uh, semi-pro about that no. group. No. So we would be on the air at 6.20 a.m., <laughs> and here's 17... Bikini-clad Georgia Force cheerleaders that had right. to, because that's the time of day you want to film, right? Because the sun's coming up, right? Yes. And we're doing like we're doing five nights away, right? Just us and all, and then there's nothing to do with that other than party with the seventeen no. of them, right? And you, me, and Bo Bach and our producer, uh, Bill Murray and his brothers were shooting right. the Brian golf Doyle show. Murray. They were down there, and I remember our Leslie, Johnny Cash, Leslie Bo Bach met Johnny Cash, who has a house in Cinnamon Hill in Montego Bay. Dude, remember telling Leslie, I "Go, can't you just sleep with Bill Murray's brother so we get Bill Murray on the show? Why are you being so selfish?" So that, there you go for guys are guys are asking about just wild think about, trips. We flew with seventeen cheerleaders to Montego Bay, and every night it's like, well. I guess we're just gonna have to go and party with him. <laughs> all right, last. All right, I don't, we got to get out of here. Uh, get ready for. We got the another last call. trip we took. No, no. I just remember we had the van with all of us, and we had an engineer who remained nameless. But our engineer was very quiet. Most guys in the radio business, know engineers are of a different breed. Yeah. And he was kind of like you know voted most likely to stalk Jody Foster, a very quiet person. And we're in the back. He's in the back of the van. And as you know, guys, if you've been to Jamaica, you know. Yeah, the, yeah man. Transportation captain goes, hey, any, anybody want to smoke some ganja while you're down here on the island? No. And so we're all like, yeah. Well, and then also from the back of the van, I'd like to purchase some marijuana. <laughs> he was ready to go, dude. Ready to go. Day, day, like a hefty first bag. Are, like a first, hefty bag. First we've ever heard from the guy. Been working with him for three years. I would like to purchase some marijuana cigarettes. Anyway, uh, here's your last call because we're talking about memory lane today. Oh on Dukes God. and Bell with Steak and for Carl. Uh, the phone number is never in front of me, 404-726-0929. One day I'll remember this Do you this know number. there's an NFL game now we can bet on also? Do you know that? <laughs> yes, Jets and Browns? We haven't mentioned that. We, I mean, like we will get into the over unders on on Flacco. I'm going to throw some numbers out okay, yeah, as that. part of it because I don't know if anybody's listening at this point. We hope you are. But tonight's game winner, last call 404-726-0929. Your favorite old school Atlanta bar. We're talking about the old days of Buckhead. Maybe you that's were in, awesome. Maybe you were in Bankhead. That's an awesome. Wherever one. you was, what was the spot? That's tonight's last call.
and the computer has just frozen through no fault of Day Day. He was having a, a perfect game. It was a no hitter. Take the no hitter, broke it up at the top of the night. You jinxed him. You oh, buzzkill. Hey, man, it is uh, Dukes and Bell. Thanks to a steak for filling in for Carl. We're having a blast. Just a good time, man. And appreciate it. We're loving the feedback. A lot of memory lane. You know, just good stuff. And again, when you, when you love working with people, that's why, you know, I love working with Carl. One of the great things about Carl and I is we got to hang out today for years before we got to work together on the radio. And we'd be in, you know, Vegas for fights and he'd yep. be at another radio station. Carl was doing talk radio in for Houston? years in Houston. Yeah. Yep. And, and it just, and then when 92.9 launches, the, the boss, Fox, and, and, and Rick Caffey, Carl was the bedrock. You know, he built, he built this thing around. Carl was going to be the, you know, the star afternoon drive. And ironically, I talked to our old boss at the old station. I was like, really want to, you know, Carl and I, remember Pollock was going to ESPN. I go, Carl Dukes in Houston. And I remember Salsa, we can't afford him. <laughs> yeah, back so. then we probably couldn't by the end of the run over there. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it was. Well, but, it's just like Sandra. Yeah. I mean, if you hear uh, Sandra, we've added Rusty who, by the way, was hysterical this week. If you follow Rusty, I mean, not only does he have enormous following on social, but he does this Christmas Eve shopping posts right before he walks in on Christmas Eve to deal with um, the, the scenarios. And, I mean, just very, very entertaining. Rusty rocks yeah. every Wednesday. Drew Butler does a phenomenal job. The whole radio station just had a monster, monster rating period. The morning shift is crushing it. So good time. Mm. Good uh, 2024 on the way. What are you doing New Year's Eve, by the way? Uh, actually playing in a band. My buddy, uh, my buddy Ron, yeah. good friend of mine, Florida State guy, and uh, his buddy Ken, uh, we met playing golf like two years ago, and so it's Clark Phillips' band. We're playing at this uh, golf course, Braylon, at the, basically at the, at the country club. Awesome. And uh, basically New Year's Eve show from 9 to midnight. So I'm going to be playing drums. Just fun stuff, man. I love, I got, I got a new, when we moved out to the Burbs, I got a new drum set. So I don't have to play the electronic drums, which is like playing Tupperware. So I got a real kid again. So I'm a little kid. On that note, let's see what we got for Last Call. It's time for Last Call. One last call for alcohol. Your chance to chime in on the biggest stories of the day. All right, man. Today we're having fun. Taking it back memory lane. What was your favorite old school bar in Atlanta? Could be anywhere. Downtown, Uptown, Buckhead, Bankhead, wherever you was. What's the spot? We'll start with John with a big antenna down in LaGrange. Hey, man. What you got, John? Johnny. John boy. Did we lose him? Hey, John. You there, buddy? Uh, John, we were, had such positive momentum. Let's go to Scotty. He's out in Social Circle. What's up, Scotty? Okay. Day Day, you, uh, no, no longer is a no hitter gone. A guy just wow. hit a two run homer at the top of the ninth. He just let's go to we're, we're one we're a closer away. from I don't from know losing what happened here. I mean, we, we we're feel a closer day, away. Day Day during the break because you always like when Carl and I come up. You know, it's Carl sometime, it's me sometime. We come up with a question, and Day Day will be like, "Hey, we got solid phone lines." Or Orin, and and we, we're feeling so strong about the segment. So now we need to replenish those phone lines at 404-726-0929. We got Kevin and Buckhead. Hey man, you're in the game. Hey, guys. How you doing tonight, man? Good, man. Uh, great show tonight. G- glad to hear you guys back together. Thank Y'all you. sound good together. Thank I remember you guys on the old on the old uh, radio station with the two live suits. So, right on. Uh, real, real quick, I, um, I used to own a salon in, in Buckhead uh, right on Piedmont Road, and it was a, a bar that was the most popular bar back in the early 2000s called Beluga Martini Bar. That's- yes. And my, my salon was right next door to the to the uh, bar, and we would have strange people just walk into the salon. And a couple of times, we had uh, Charles Barkley. I even remember Michael Jordan walked in the salon Bel- thinking it was the bar. Beluga. So, uh, Beluga Martini Beluga Bar, Beluga yeah. was classic late night, Great right time. across from Bones. Right. That's where me and John Rocker That's right. had our situation <laughs> where I was like, dude, I know you could crush me, but you really want to, you know, right. beat up a small Jewish man <laughs> um, and, and have 20 lawyers uh, he wasn't happy with what I was saying on CNN about 
his uh, shenanigans. Right. That was after the Jeff uh, Perlman article came yeah. out in SI. Beluga that, was yeah. a great bar. Beluga was the spot. Now, the funny thing is, there was a, all the great night, late night joints. Uh, Riviera was an unbelievable spot. Club I mean, Anytime, Club Riviera. Oh, and what was the, Dude, what was the spot? Just... There was one spot that was like, uh, what was the after hours? Kind of like Gay Street. Club Anytime. Was uh, no, no, no. Backstreet. Backstreet. Yeah. I never, Day Day, you're like this. Remember one time, steak, uh, we were hitting it pretty hard, and you're like, I think we, we'll go to Backstreet. So I go, isn't that like a gay? No one's going to recognize us. <laughs> so sure enough, we're literally in the bar. She was, Steak and Mike! <laughs> well, the downstairs was gay, the next two <laughs> levels. What happened was everybody in industry. Was there. It was so bar, every bartender, it was, every dancer. Right. Everybody at 4 a.m. would go to uh, right to to Backstreet's. But Riviera was a scene. I mean, dude, it was my buddies were coming from other towns. Like, there's 400 people in line. It's five in the morning yeah. or four in the morning. Riviera, like was, Atlanta, was just crazy. You'd come out and then you go to Waffle House. I mean, dude, you, Riviera Club. Yeah. Riviera anytime. was the one that turned into Club Anytime. No, no. yes, yes, yeah, yeah it started right. as Club uh, Riviera and then turned to Anytime. Yeah, right on yeah. Peachtree, mm-hmm. around the corner the from place, Leopard Lounge. The place and, that I always say was great because you either start your night there or end your night there, and it was unbelievable in its heyday. It was Gold Club. It was just insane. Gold Club, Michael Jordan, Madonna, uh, Charles Barkley was in there all the time, George Clooney. I mean, it was the most talked about until the feds came in one yep. night. There's a podcast about the Gold oh, yeah. Club. Feds came in one night, never opened again after, and a lot of the guys that we knew that ran the place yep. did time, federal prison. Yep. I was in Vegas with a guy that was under an indictment on that. That was kind of like the last go-around thing. I was thing, out there was for a while. Going to the Hooskow. A lot of people nervous they were going to end up in that. That's when they put Andrew Jones on the stand. Is it true? That you were with three different women at one time in your hotel room? Yes. <laughs> Is it true the Gold Club provided you multiple women on occasions? Yes. Maybe. <laughs> Patrick Ewing, they made him testify. Jamal Anderson had to testify in the Gold uh, Club trial. That was a whole deal. Hey, man, let's go to John and Roswell. We're talking about your favorite old school spot. What you got? Hey, we've got uh, a couple places maybe before your time in the mid-'80s mm. on Roswell Road, Confetti's. Yes. Great place. And uh, over there at uh, the Galleria Harrison. Yeah. On a Friday uh, evening. Confetti's was a, was a discotheque that had uh, multiple chains around the country. Confetti. And that was the big hook as you're on the dance floor. And they dropped that confetti on your floor when the Bee Gees would come up or something. So and I, I just got here when that was closing. And there was Rupert's, right? Remember the Rupert's band, Mike? We right. weren't here for it, but oh they, everyone talked about it. No, you talked about you know Disco Kroger, yep. you know from back in the day, the old the tongue and groove, the one that oh. was on Peach Tree, right? Last time I was, remember it was talking about a crazy threesome as far as going to the bar for guys to hang out. It's me at the bar doing shots with Edwin Moses and Tony LaRocca. <laughs> Tony LaRocca made rest in peace, oh, right? My re- up, up Italian in restaurant with, up in tour with Willie Salucci for Telly Di Napoli was yep, the restaurant, absolutely. great spot. Hey man, let's go to my. Uh, is my neighbors on the horn? One of my neighbors on the south side. Hey man, you're in the game. Yes, sir. Back in the day, you start off at Mako's Cantina, then you stroll on down the street and go to Bell Bottoms, and you close the night out going back to the south side. We wind up at the Crystal Palace. Boom! That's, That's a great night. Boom! That's a great Boom night. Boom goes a dynamite. Remember bar? Just simple yes. bar. Everyone dancing on the bar. Well, we we used to go to Lulu's when I used to do the Fox TV show, yep. and I'd come in there in the suit, and the girl's like, why are you in a suit? And Big John would always have Fox on TV. They'd rebroadcast. Talk about it. Uh, a layup. <laughs> Well, I'm talking sports on television. That's me on television, right? There. Yeah, they do the re, they do the re-airing. Can I, can I get you a fishbowl? So the other place me and Mike went all the time was Park Bench, and the owner has become one of the premier motivational speakers, a guy named John Gordon, right. who owned the bar that he came up with the Energy Bus book, which is right. a lot of coaches use to talk about. Mike stuff. Smith loved that book. Love that right. book. Yep. Hey man, uh, we got uh, is it George? One more. We got George. Hey man, you're in the game. We're talking about old school Atlanta spots. What you got? Hey, guys, how y'all doing? Hey, um, man. Hey, love the show. Love Thanks. you guys. Y'all are great. Thank you. Um, hey, there's this place on P Street uh, right on the corner, about maybe 2005, 06. 
daily. It puts you in that little like echelon of like a Ocean's Eleven type kind of bar, mm, like yeah. little little, little uh, smoky little place, dark. But uh, well, kind of well lit at the do, same time. Do you, you know remember I mean? the old Peachtree Cafe? Right. Uh, and then across was Autos. The Ray Lewis night was Sunday nights at Autos two became Cobalt. He had Cobalt Lounge. I was Johnny Plops and I on the soul of my father. Talk about a scene my dad would have loved. Me and Paul Horning, the Golden Boy, at uh, at Autos that night. The night they had the night up. Ray Lewis yeah. and those guys got into it. Right. Uh, it was the Cobalt Lounge. I was there that night as well. Jamal Anderson yep. was there. It was Sunday night before Super Bowl. I left before after the, it all, after, the, after the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's after the Super oh, Bowl. It was after Super Correct. Bowl, right? Okay, right on. Sunday night at Cobalt Lounge yeah. was a huge scene. What a scene! And a couple guys hitting us up saying uh, we used to love you guys doing the show at American Pie on Fridays. Every Thursday, the Lodge. Every right. Friday, American Pie and Bucket. Metropolitan Pizza, Dixie Tavern, getting some love. Uh, Park Bench, also a couple guys mentioning here on the uh, text. yeah Park Bench, great spot. Great spot. Uh, obviously, uh, we used to do our show at the Beer Garden. Yep, uh, Beer Nick Garden. and Chris did yep. right over there. So good times. Uh, <laughs> And yep. just and just you know shooting hoops at the uh, East Village Grill at the Lodge right, right in the heart of Bucket, where every Thursday night we do our show. Couple guys, famous pub over in Druid Hills. I know where that is. Yeah, that's, that's the uh, Big Emery Bar. Right, uh, big, a big dumpy sports bar, famous pub. Tim uh, Ag says I did Atlanta Eats when I was the sous chef for Bistro Nico Nuclear Club Paradox. A couple of bars. Good jobs, man. Really appreciate the love. I want more of this. Hey. We have to end our show. Well, we got one more. Uh, it's an old school Atlanta bar. It's our favorite octogenarian Swede calling in. Hey, Swede. Hey, man. How you? doing merry christmas merry christmas happy new year hey your buddy shapiro is a, a wild man he's entertaining you guys have had a good night um i'm an old guy so all i gotta say is there's a place uh, down there called johnny sideway i used to like to go there still good sweet we can get you in there we can get right, you in there thanks guys thanks Jeff. that's our boy sweet he by the way a background for him amongst other things was a professional photographer worked in film studios in la he's got good pipes he shot the oj nicole wedding no way way Wow. Yeah. I mean, we could do a By the way, Johnny's speed. Hideaway still rocking and rolling. Yeah. Our buddy Mike Dana, who owns it. Right. I was just here the other night at a holiday party. Got a great photo. Right. Best picture I've ever taken at a bar, me and my wife, the other night. Yep. So God bless Johnny's Hideaway. The night I put the move on uh, Becky that I first said, hey, we got a date, was we were, we were a bunch of friends at Johnny's, at Johnny's. Hideaway. Johnny's I, I was dancing with Hasselhoff's sister. That's where you guys met? No, no. We were down the street, and we it was a, it was an event we did. We had a viewing party for Georgia and uh, Florida. And that's when you first yep. made the- uh, Put the move on her. She was on a blind date with a guy. We Get dropped to zero. Get with the hero. Let's roll. Hey, man. We got to get out of here, so we'll come back and clear our throats. We'll give you those prop bet numbers on the, on the Jets and Browns for you degenerate gamblers. And then our man Caleb, right? Caleb Johnson. Johnson. He's going to be filling in tonight. Get you the Phil show before we get you ready for that Thursday night football on 92.9 The Game. Your buddy Shapiro is a wild man.